0: To see the to the to Space Space
1: Space
0: And we are back like we never left, right Rook? Fucking out here. Get the goddamn toy away from my feet, you (laughs) hurt? Hang on. Oh, where is it? Bitch. Rook, I'm gonna fucking trip and break my goddamn ankle, (laughs) alright? Okay, anyway, yeah, welcome back. Uh this is episode twenty-one of the K Podcast. You know what the fucking vibes is, B. Uh, I'm your motherfucking host, K Pod. Once again, like, subscribe, follow, leave a fucking review, comment, all that good shit. I'm sure you've seen on the podcast app. You can scroll down and see what people are saying about the podcast. All this shit's tight. Shit sucks, dude, you should shut the fuck up, you know what I mean? So if you want to leave some comments down there for your boy, that'd be much appreciated. But yeah, like I said uh, last episode or two episodes ago, I hate doing it, but I got to do it now. So just want to reiterate and shout out to everybody checking in. If you don't mind liking, subscribing, following, sharing. uh, sharing i don't think that's a word sharing uh commenting you know what i mean that'd be much appreciated but yeah so what is today today is december 15th which means a it's payday b it's halfway through december which means we're almost fucking done with 2020 now my hopes aren't super high for 2021 given the trajectory that we've been on this year but you know only time will tell so happy holidays to everybody no matter what you're celebrating out there um it's holiday time for most people around the world whether it's christmas hanukkah kwanzaa um you know celebrate it up man just don't get too fucked up yeah me but yeah man so last week we had loose on here shouts out again to loose I'm trying to think if anything worthwhile has happened between then and now in my life that needs to be talked about. Um, Not really. I went to a little show with Bud and Matane the other night at Nightshade Lounge, just a small, intimate um, musical gathering. Everybody was masked up and everything, so that's always dope. Speaking of masks, that is one thing I did want to touch on. I know I mentioned it briefly in episode 20 that I had to go get my first ever COVID test last week. And I think I also said on the episode, it wasn't that bad. Luckily for me, it came back negative, so thank God. i had been hearing people saying how brutal it was and... They're like poking your brain. They feel like they're getting a lobotomy and shit like that. And just seeing videos online. I didn't really know what to expect. Because like I said. Since this has all kicked off. In you know March. Late February. Whatever it was. I hadn't needed to get tested. Um, You know I've been doing pretty good quarantining. Only hanging out with a small group of friends. And I know we're being safe and everything as well. But just coming off that wedding and getting news that one of the photographers was positive, I figured, me and the rest of the groomsmen figured, you know, might as well get tested, man. Better safe than sorry. So I went and did that. It wasn't that bad. I mean, she stuck the thing in both my nostrils pretty far back, but she was cool about it. She kind of told me what was going to happen, told me exactly how far she was going to go in and stuff. The only thing was she lingered in there a little longer than I would have liked. You know what I mean? was kind of just bobbling around and shit in the back of my nostril, but... Um, yeah, everything was, that was fine. What I really wanted to say about that was, so I just went to, um, the local, you know, Centric Care, whatever. I didn't know, I don't really have a primary care doctor right now, at least. And I just, you know, the Centric Care is pretty close to the house. It seemed fairly simple, set an appointment, go in and out, have your results within like fucking 15 minutes. So I said, that's what I'm going to do. Go up there, even though I had an appointment as with any fucking doctor's office, I'm waiting for a goddamn hour. So I'm sitting there waiting to go in, you know what I mean? Uh, just kinda chilling, fucking fucking around on my phone or whatever. And this girl comes in and in, I didn't even look up yet, just by her voice I could tell like she was having a full blown panic attack. I need to get COVID tested. I was around someone that was positive and da 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 like You could hear this chick was going through it, right? (laughs) Which I I don't mean to laugh at her, but hopefully she's fine. But she's freaking out. She's uh, frantically telling the receptionist why she's there and why she needs to test now and stuff. And they're explaining to her, I guess she, the girl said she was just around her friend or a couple friends like the day or two prior to that and they were positive i guess i don't know if they knew at the time i wasn't listening too intently but moral of the story was um, this this chick was losing her mind and i <laughs> i could even tell um, the ladies working at centric care the receptionist or whatever she's explaining to the girl what's you know what happens with the testing and da, da, and da, midway <laughs> midway through her sentence She literally stops and goes, you look terrified. (laughs) And this girl, uh, she didn't really start like bawling, crying, but you could tell she was fighting back tears. I'm sure she had tears rolling down her cheeks and everything. And um, like I said, I don't really mean to laugh at her, but it was, uh, uh, I don't know. I guess it kind of like made me think that, you know, I guess both sides of the coin, A, it's good that people are taking this seriously like this girl, you know what I mean? Um, I'm sure we all have people that we follow or are just friends with who think it's a complete hoax and it's kind of disheartening to hear that kind of shit. But then on the complete opposite side, you know, this girl was acting like if if she breathed in one germ particle out of the air, she was about to drop dead. So... I guess it is kind of good to have people that worried about it, hypochondriac status, but at the same time, I mean, she, you know, she was about my age, seemed like. She looked like she was in good shape health-wise, so I don't, you know, obviously I have no idea if she had underlying health issues, asthma, or any sort of respiratory issues, whatnot, but... um. Yeah, shouts out to her. I hope she's okay, man. I wanted to like be like, hey, you know, you, <laughs> kind of talk to her and talk her off the ledge a little bit. But obviously, I don't think she wanted to be within six, probably even 60 feet of anybody. So I just let her, you know, just minding my business, man. But <laughs> yeah, so my my test came back negative. Hopefully hers did too and everyone out there getting tested, you know what I'm saying? So I'll stay healthy, bro. Take your fucking vitamins yeah, and stay and exercise. You just got to take care of yourself, man. Um, but also on the COVID topic, the first COVID vaccines have been released. And I I don't know if I mentioned on here before or not, but I mean, I have zero plans to get the vaccine, at least not anytime soon so they just rolled it out last week, I mean, I would like to see just the side effects on other people that take it and whatnot, but I know Pfizer, I believe, released the first vaccine last week, and I'm looking at an article now, it says um, FDA review clears path for another vaccine, this one by Moderna, By the end of the week, the United States could have two coronavirus vaccines. A vaccine candidate developed by biotechnology company Moderna appears poised for regulatory clearance after a detailed data review by Food and Drug Administration scientists confirmed the two-shot regimen was 94% effective in a clinical trial and carried no serious safety concerns. The 54-page document positions the Moderna vaccine to follow the same historic track as the Pfizer vaccine after the FDA gave a positive review of the Pfizer vaccine exactly a week ago. The shots were endorsed by a panel of outside experts on Thursday and granted a green light by regulators a day later. The first doses were administered to healthcare workers on Monday. Moderna's vaccine will be reviewed Thursday by the same panel of independent experts at an all-day public meeting. The data they will consider echoes the evidence that led to a 17 to 4 vote to authorize the Pfizer vaccine, which was 95% effective. In addition, the two-shot Moderna regimen was particularly effective against severe disease. There were 30 cases of severe COVID-19, the disease caused by the virus in the trial, none of them in the group that got the vaccine. The Moderna vaccine worked well, regardless of age, race, or, and gender. The adverse events associated were widespread but short-lived, including fatigue, muscle aches, and pain at the injection site. The FDA reviews of both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines cement the success of a new genetic vaccine technology that, which could be used to rapidly create vaccines for other diseases. Older vaccines work by injecting dead or weakened virus to teach the immune system to recognize the real pathogen. In contrast, the messenger RNA technology at the core of the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines delivers a strip of genetic material called RNA encased in a fat bubble to a person's cell. Once inside a cell, the messenger RNA co-ops the machinery used to make proteins to build tiny replicas of the spike protein... That studs the outside of the coronavirus. The immune system learns to recognize and block the spike. So, I mean, I guess it's a good thing. I just, like I said, I don't know if I'm willing to be a guinea pig for that kind of shit. You know, I saw this video. Um, I think it was actually the first vaccine that was distributed. It was this elderly lady and naturally twitter's going to be twitter they took the video from the news of her just getting shot uh vaccinated they stick her with the needle and give her the vaccine and she's all smiling everyone's applauding and stuff and then naturally the twitter video they they splice that with like this fucking i don't know what movie or show it's from but it's some zombie grandma like exorcist walking on the ceiling <laughs> So, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's a good thing that they have it out, you know what I mean? Uh, if you want to get it, I'm not a fucking medical professional, so don't let my opinion sway you, but... In like, a Come here, Rue, come on. There we go. It's fucking. I know, Rue, I'm ignoring you. So you get fucking neglected over here. Um, yeah, like I said, or whatever the fuck I was saying, Rue distracted me, but yeah. I ain't getting vaccinated anytime soon, motherfucker. If I turn into a goddamn exorcist zombie, fuck it. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's meant to be, apparently. That was all I had, really, for COVID shit and current event shit with me. I did have a couple music topics I wanted to touch on. But before we get to that, just real quick, RIP to Tom Lister Jr., I believe most people know him, I mean at least, you know, I could be wrong, but I've always known him as Debo or the actor that played Debo. I was first introduced to him from the Friday movies playing the Debo character. I actually was watching Little Nicky, the Adam Sandler movie which he's also in the night before I found out that he passed. And I guess he was a wrestler. I'm not too big into wrestling. But I guess that's kind of where his career started. I saw a promo photo of him and Hulk Hogan kind of going head to head from back in the day. So I guess he's been wrestling for quite some time. But yeah, he passed away. I don't think they listed, let me look it up actually. I don't think they listed exact causes. They just said like COVID, you know, COVID like symptoms or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it just says experiencing COVID-like symptoms. So, I mean, he was 62, you know, he was still fairly young, not too old. So rest in peace to Tom Lister Jr., a.k.a. Debo, a.k.a. Tiny. So, yeah, R.I.P. Um, so, yeah, we'll get to music now. And first things first... <laughs>
1: I had to get on my chest. Benny the Butcher
0: So I told you guys Benny got shot A month ago, a couple weeks ago, whatever And this is the first song he's put out since then Addressing the addressing the situation Called 3.30 in Houston, Benny the Butcher Ah Yo Quarter million in
1: a week I made your bitch come assist with the count She could be a thief, but because of that money the benefit of the doubt, yeah, extra 20 off a brick, those the benefits of a drought, nigga, I can't even sit on a couch with you if there's really bricks in the house, nigga, for my city, know how I rock, breaking news, story leaked by the cops, Cuban links on me, to snatch, the run-off of mines, I had to get shot. Rolls Royce truck, they said we stood out. Only one mistake, I ain't have a lookout. Quarter and Jew, shopping at Walmart. Take me out the hood, I can't take the hood out. Made my whole city wanna be rappers. I made it trappers, I'll shoot for the ceiling. We turned the brick to a lucrative business. My net worth about a cool two million. Already know what you do for them hoes. But it's about what you do for your niggas. Meetings with hoes, and kicking it with E. I put my team in the room with them billions. Fuck all the We stood out, only one mistake I ain't have a lookout. out, and choose Shop in a Walmart, take me out the hood I can't take the hood out Benny Niggas told me since the shit happened that I'm lit I Boom, boom, boom That's why I really can't stay You suckers go to Instagram, but won't handle nothing. I'm the hospital to a private jet The bullet really ain't damaged none Niggas would've been in my position I bet they would've hit the panic button And they were sick for me My dog used to got a tip for me Mexicans that a wig for me They pinky fingers getting sick to me
0: Griselda shout out to Benny looks like he's getting better laid up said I'm rapping this shit from a wheelchair bitch but yeah that was the first time to my knowledge at least that he's spoken about the shooting situation at the the Houston Walmart so um, I thought that was pretty dope I wanted to shout that out on here you know Benny's uh, one of my favorite rappers currently so it's good to see that he is doing well I also wanted to give a big shout-out, like I said, to mi hermano, Baboni. So my boy Baboni Bunny scored himself the first number one all-Spanish album in Billboard history. I'll repeat that. The first number one all spanish album ever period in the 64 year history of the billboard charts so that's fucking huge dude even if you don't like the reggaeton sound maybe you don't um you know you don't speak spanish you're just not feeling the vibes or whatever that's fine But I think you still have to acknowledge the fact that, I mean, it's been pretty goddamn apparent that this sound has been a tidal wave taken over for the past couple years. So to see it kind of fully come to fruition and see the very first full Spanish album, not a single English word spoken on the motherfucker. Because back in the day, I mean, Shakira, J-Lo, Ricky Martin, Mark Anthony... You know, these people, normally, even if it's a Spanish album, Salsa, whatever the case is, normally there'll be some English thrown in there. At least the stuff that I've heard. I mean, maybe, you know, I could be missing some other stuff. So, it's dope to see an artist this big from Puerto Rico, you know, Spanish being his first language, to see him do an album. Because I know he speaks English. I don't know how great it is, but I know he can speak English, and I've he... So every now and then, he'll throw in some English slang or some words or phrases into his songs. But to see this happening in 2020, especially with the, you know, fucking crazy nutso year that everyone's had, it's pretty dope right here at the end. Um, so shout out to Bad Bunny, Felicidades. That's a, that's a big uh, benchmark, man. Selena, too. That's another one that I'm surprised hadn't done that before. I, would, I just started watching that Selena um, documentary on Netflix, but I haven't didn't get too far into it. So, But yeah, shout out to Bad Bunny, man. And then staying on music. I think we had mentioned it on here previously a while back with Kanye and the Sunday service things. I probably didn't talk too much about it just because I don't know too much about it. I'm not super tapped into the world of Yay. The Westworld, if you know what I mean. Um, Isn't that that TV show, Westworld? Anyway. So, I guess he's getting sued. He was doing these Sunday services where he was... uh, to, To my knowledge, he was essentially doing... It was almost a mixture of a concert with his music and gospel hymns and an actual church service, right? So, I found this article that said he was being sued. And the article says... West is now facing two class action lawsuits Accusing him of underpaying his workers Refusing to give them meal and rest breaks And taking months to send them their checks All in violation of California labor laws According to several employment attorneys Who spoke with Vice If the allegations are true West could wind up having to pay out Upwards of $1 million The first lawsuit filed this past july involves crew members like hairdressers costume designers and makeup artists who wes hired for the nebuchadnezzar ii i don't even know what i'm reading right now dude um artists who wes hired for the nebuchadnezzar ii filed in august centers on the performers dude this is written so bad or maybe I'm just illiterate. The first lawsuit filed this past July involves crew members like hairdressers, costume designers, and makeup artists who Wes hired for the Nebuchadnezzar. Whatever the, however the fuck you pronounce that word. The second, filed in August, centers on the performers. Okay, so I just can't read. But the allegations in the two suits are nearly identical. They both claim that West and the production companies he partnered with misclassified the people he hired as independent contractors when, in reality, they should have been treated as employees. By doing so intentionally or otherwise, West managed to avoid paying thousands of dollars in taxes and exempted himself from providing his workers with basic privileges outlined in California's labor laws, labor code. Uh, under California's ABC test to determine how workers are classified if your employer tells you when to work supervises that work and buys your work materials say if they give you specific guidance on how and when to do someone's makeup or they tell you to dance in a specific way at a specific time you're an employee not an independent contractor if they hire you to do a job that's in their typical line of business, say to dance and sing when they're in the when they're an entertainment company, you're an employee, not an independent contractor. According to the employment attorneys who spoke with Vice, if the allegations in these suits are true, it's clear the workers Wes hired should have been classified as employees. So, yeah, bro, pay those motherfuckers. Kanye, what the fuck are you doing, man? I didn't have too much on that. I just thought it was interesting, and I should at least read the article to you guys, just because that's... I'm sure that's not the only place this is happening in the music industry or the entertainment industry, period. Probably just being magnified due to Kanye's status, you know, especially with... He's been kind of a hot topic lately um, with all the election and the MAGA Trump shit. So... Yeah, that should be interesting. We'll see how that turns out. I think that was last week that I saw that, so not too much details on that right now. And staying on music, I think this is the last bit of music that I had. So I know we talked about it on here before, um, and you guys have probably heard it because just, you know... Unless you've been living under a fucking rock. But the WAP controversy from a couple months back, you know, people were freaking out for whatever reason because women want to sing about how wet their pussies are. I mean, I think we should be celebrating that, if anything. <laughs> nah, but um, I heard this song. It's Sweetie featuring Janae Aiko, and it's called Back to the Streets. I think I've mentioned on here before. Um, I mean, I'm not a huge fan. I'm a fan of of female rappers. I'm just not bumping their shit on a daily basis. I prefer if I'm gonna listen to um, any women artists, it's usually gonna be R&B. I was telling someone recently, like if I'm listening to R&B, I'd much rather have a women or excuse me a woman croon to me than a dude. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's just me on that, but when I'm listening to like hip-hop music, it's definitely more uh, male-driven for what's in my catalog. But either way, so, Sweetie and Janae Aiko put out this song called Back to the Streets, and it's essentially that. I mean, for people who don't know, Back to the Streets is kind of slang, like, a lot of people used to say, Oh, you kick them to the curb type shit, it's kind of like that, you know, you send them back to the streets, or her back to the streets, so it's essentially Sweetie and Janae on their on their boss girl shit, talking about you know we fucked, but I'm done with you type shit. And it I heard it. it it's a decent song. I mean, it's got a little bop. Like I said, I'm not gonna be bumping it on a daily basis or anything like that. But I just wanted to play it on here to see, cause I'm I hadn't heard anything about this song. I would have thought. I mean, it's not nearly as uh, vulgar as WAP was. Or excuse me the wet ass pussy. But just given the content, I would have thought that some people would have been talking about it more just because dudes love to get outraged by anything <laughs> that women do. That's, you know, outside of the quote unquote norm, I guess. So I'm gonna play this shit real quick.
1: What you that for? Cause he's from the streets. Girl, what you know about the streets?
0: <laughs> the video is ridiculous, too. Check out the video. It's very uh, animated. And... Hey. 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 yeah you know I me mean? <laughs> so when I and that
1: on me. What you
0: think? This is Janae. Or excuse me, this is sweetie, my bad. Glad you can't see me bobbin right now. Ride around sounds on the leaf. I gave your boy around but a back to the street, like my daddy caddy pie. I spent a back to the streets, like my daddy caddy pie. Yeah. Back to the streets, back to the streets,
1: and you back to your old hood. Own hood, baby. This is for your own good. I'm a player. This is
0: Janet. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you get the idea. <laughs> oh man, um, but yeah, shout out to Sweetie and Janae, bro. They are both fucking beautiful. I don't know if you heard the, <laughs> the Janae line, time for some new dick. <laughs> oh man, that shit is great. But like, uh, I don't know if you could catch all the lyrics and everything, but. Just given the content of the song and what they're talking about, I'm surprised that more people on Twitter haven't been like completely butthurt about this shit because I know how all those weak-ass-minded dudes out there get. I think this shit's hard, man. I mean, dudes are always rapping about, you know, slaying chicks, for lack of better terms, and fucking how much pussy they get and getting their dick sucked and everything, but these chicks can't talk about, you know what I mean, just want to get some dick and <laughs> keep it moving, you know? I don't know, man. Shouts out to them. I love Sweetie and Janae both. But like I said, just being honest, I'm not playing that. The beat's pretty hard. I can't lie. I kind of like that little beat, little bop to it. But I'm probably not listening to that song every day. Let's be honest. But shouts to them, bro. Because we empower women here at Decay Podcast. You understand? You can rap, sing about whatever fuck you want, son. <laughs> yeah uh no i didn't really have much else man the last thing i wanted to mention was i haven't been i, I know i've mentioned this i haven't been keeping too much up with sports so it was a couple of weeks ago i think i was watching i was at my buddy's place and we're watching the football games on sunday or whatever and um I noticed during, it was an NFL shop commercial where they're, you know, advertising they got all the official NFL gear, NFLshop.com or whatever the case is. And I noticed that one of the dudes, I mean, I guess you call him a model. One of the people in the commercial who was wearing, um, you know, modeling the NFL clothes and stuff was fucking Atiba. If you know skateboarding, Atiba's like, One of the most well-known, if not the most well-known, skateboarding photographer. uh, Pretty much in the whole skate community. I mean, Thrasher, I'm pretty sure he's doing all this Olympic shit. But I I was thrown off. I mean, if he did photography for the commercial, then that 100% makes sense. But... Usually the people behind the camera don't like to be in front of the camera. He's actually wearing the clothes and he's modeling for the commercial, which I thought was super interesting. Um, so I just wanted to shout out Atiba. But also just to kind of... it To me, it just solidifies how, how impactful and... I, I don't like the word trendy, but... How influential the skateboarding and the hip-hop communities are um i think i saw Twista in the video too i'm not a hundred percent or the commercial rather i wasn't a hundred percent if it was Twister or not but i know it was atiba and you know naturally they're playing a hip-hop song during the commercial and just kind of like you could tell man it's hip-hop and skateboarding i think i've mentioned before on here go hand in hand at least for me you know if you're skate if i'm skating pretty much the only music i want to hear is either hip-hop or like punk rock just because i don't know like that's the vibe from skating that i get sometimes or most times but yeah i didn't really have much on that and like i said i don't know how atiba got involved in that commercial but I just thought that was dope, man. The NFL being, especially, you know, such a huge business and conglomerate, and given their past transgressions with uh, racial inequality and them not treating people the way that they should be treated, it's nice to see, you know, I'd rather see slow progress than no progress, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Because Atiba is a black man. Um, he actually has a twin brother too I forget his brother's name but So just to see them represented have Nothing to do with football But still just represent for the culture You know what I'm saying Skate, hip hop just, um, just holding it down man So shouts to Atiba You know what I mean But that was really all I had for today I think we're at like 30-35 minutes So we're probably going to wrap this up as always, man, I appreciate you guys fucking checking in. Definitely some more interviews on the way. I do kinda like spacing them out with these more personal, intimate episodes when it's just me and you, baby. You know I me? Mean? Just me and the listener. It's a one-on-one. It's one on one. We're on a date right now. I'm I'm <laughs> trying to fucking swoon you, you understand? <laughs> nah, I'm fucking around, man. I'm talking shit, but I do love y'all guys, man. I appreciate you guys checking in. As always, stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy, and stay tuned. You understand? Episode twenty one, episode twenty two, coming soon. <laughs> There's still no schedule for this show either. If you haven't figured that out yet, um, I'm a pretty scatterbrained person. I'm. I think the unofficial schedule is to do at least one a week. You know what I mean? But if people pop up in between then and want to do an interview or want to, you know, shoot the shit, whatever the case is, then I think it just leaves me, leaves me a little bit of freedom to to do that. So, you know what I'm saying? It's the unofficial, official way of doing shit around here. K-Podcast, bitch. Pick. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, the podcast about nothing, bro. I told you guys. We're just here to talk shit. We're here to spread knowledge, spread love, just spread good vibes, even if it's just entertainment, talking shit about nothing. Actually, real quick, before we get out of here, even though this was this is after the sign-off now, so now I'm going to have to do another sign-off, but anyway. So last night, I thought this shit was hilarious. Like I said, I, uh we did the What Up video a month ago, maybe, whatever. I'm actually going to meet up with Gene tonight to kind of map that out and get those shots all in chronological order and everything so shouts to Jean but last night I went to help out my homegirl Cooley with her um, music video shoot and I pull up there you know it's her the homegirls her boyfriend a couple of the homies and shit just catching a vibe getting the video shot but she had I guess maybe I'm just inexperienced with a third party director any video I've ever done or been a part of it's usually the artist is the director as well because you have your artistic vision you know what you want to get done and you just you knock it out right so we go I go to this video last night and Cooley has like a directing team there so they're calling the shots they're doing everything and whatnot and um to my detriment I didn't ask her to hear the song before going and I only say that because the song was like, it's a pretty, it's not a slow song per se, but it's very chill, you know what I mean? Like, not high energy, the BPM could, it can't be any higher than like 80, you know what I mean? Like, fairly slow, chill song. So, the first shot, they start rolling, she's performing and we're kind of just vibing in the background, we're all just nodding our heads, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a chill song, bro, I don't know what she wants to do. And as time goes on, <laughs> this director, dude, is literally, we'll start shooting. He's literally, like, screaming at us.
1: I need energy! Come
0: on, you guys, You guys look like a bunch of corpses out there. Bro, this dude is fucking screaming his lungs off. And <laughs> we're all looking around at each other like, bro, what the fuck do you want us to do, man? Like, straight up dude thought he was Fat Man Scoop, just screaming,
1: get into it, where's the energy, come on people, are you kidding me,
0: Uh. but luckily, you know, I double checked with Cooley to make sure she was cool with what we were doing. And I think everyone who was involved in the video, like myself, not the director, was in agreement that, like, yeah, bro, I mean, given the vibe and the BPM of this song, I'm not trying to fucking start breakdancing or some shit, you know what I mean, like, we're just gonna chill, you know what I'm saying, I've, I did say we should've had some cigars or something just to add to the vibe, but either way, just, that shit was hilarious, man, um... Hopefully the video turns out good. I think if they put some slow-mo effects on the shots, it'll come out good either way. But given the the speed and tempo of the song, this dude thought we were about to start fucking, I don't even know, man. Pop, block, and drop it or some shit out here. But shouts out to them. They're all good-ass people. Just the directing approach I thought was pretty hilarious. <laughs> So, yeah, I just wanted to mention that on here. Shouts out to Cooley, though. Shouts out to D, Christina. Pinky wasn't there, but much love to Pinky, too, and the whole First Institute squad that uh, was taking care of the video last night. So, yeah, much love to everybody, man. But once again, stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy, stay tuned. Episode 21 of the K-Podcast. We signing off. You wait... Peace, okay. That's a rap
1: uh, to go people, I like